will be all. Welcome back to HopeOutThinking.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now we're live on Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook. So make sure you check us out on there, then make sure you go to the Spotify, Apple Music, subscribe to one two one two place to be with Galera. How you doing, bro? I'm good. King, how you? I'm great, man. So where you from? I'm from Queens, man. From New York, Queens. Born and raised. I was actually born in Brooklyn, but raised in Queens. Man, I got I got bad story about Queens. I like to share with you. People always I, got bad stories about something. Like what? Bro, what happened? What happened? I was mad, man. Cause I uh, my boy got married and he lived in Manhattan, so I'm from San Diego. So he's like. Oh, um, he just said pick a place to live, and I said, oh, I'm gonna go to Queens. I'm thinking that shit like gonna be nice because coming to America, shit, that shit was good and shit over there. I think I was in the trap part, whatever point I was. It why, wasn't nice. But I- <laughs> why you use coming to America as a point of reference, though? That's the funny part about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's black culture, man. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I respect it, man. Coming to America, top five. Eh? All right, so I'm I'm reading that you're a singer, songwriter. Yes, sir. So I want to see, uh, do you remember, um, just take us back to your earliest memories of music. Sheesh, earliest memories of music, man. Um, I was maybe like 10 years old and I was singing, I think, was it, I believe, I, oh, no, 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 I was singing um, You Are Not Alone by uh, Michael Jackson. That was like my go-to at that time. And I would see people's reaction, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, maybe I got a little, maybe I got a little something in the tank, you know." So um, ever since then, you know, I was always curious with music. Uh, my mom sang, um, you know, coming from like a, a Haitian background, um, being raised in Queens, and uh, my mom was very musical. So I kind of picked up, you know, where she left off, and then I just started my own journey from there you know started listening to different artists you know obviously the legends and the great ones and my journey just started to blossom from there well that's one of the next questions so who you listening to back then i mean michael obviously um you know my my house was pretty like eclectic when it came to music um i didn't honestly i didn't get into r&b till i was like a teenager you know i'm saying like late teens um so you know, obviously listening to Michael Jackson, um, listening to Sting, listening to uh, Bob Marley in the crib. Like they always would play Bob Marley. That's like one of my uh, inspirations. Um, still listen to him to, to this day. Um, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, like all the greats. Um, yeah. Hey, so we was doing like me and my homies. We had a R and B battle. It was a Facebook group we had, okay. And we can like R- every time somebody used R Kelly, it was like an automatic TKO. <laughs> We're trying to figure out what artists like we had a versus. What artists can go against R Kelly? What artists can go against R Kelly? That's a valid question. Oof. Hmm. Um, I can say. Um, what artist can go against R. Kelly? Damn, that's a valid question. Yeah, we can. I had I had to cheat, so I was telling him I was like, uh, he wanted to do like R. Kelly versus Babyface. I was like, that ain't fair. So I was like, all right, you get R. Kelly, but I'm gonna get Michael Jackson and Usher. 
And then you pick whoever you want. We gonna tag team, but then he didn't want to do that. <laughs> nah, that's that's an automatic blowout. That's like all world like lineup. That's yeah. like because who's gonna really go against that? Michael Jackson, Usher, and um, R. Kelly. Yeah, that's, that's a heavy catalog. Mm. So I'm saying, uh, yeah. So you was, you was naming the artists. What about the new people you listen to? You new R and B cast you listen to? Um, I feel like a lot of the females are really killing um nowadays, you know, the Kehlani's of the worlds. Um who else? Kehlani, Kiana Lede, Summer Walker, SZA. I think SZA is probably like my favorite R&B artist right now. Um man, I was kind of hurt, man, by SZA though. Why? Cause I saw her before pictures. She a whole nother person. They like, I was like, how they do that? <laughs> I mean, but that's the that's the point of growth, ain't it? Like, uh, she, I guess. Uh, so you think she looked better before than now? No, nah, I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I guess it was just my fault thinking like, oh, I'm listening to the music and I'm just thinking that shit like it's just real. Oh, she real. Then I'm, I see. I'm like, man, it's like they, yeah. I don't want to talk bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I just, I just think it's you know part of her journey. You know what I'm saying? Like she's developing, she's blossoming. I mean, she has bread now. Once you have bread, like you're really able to do a lot of shit. Huh? I said you can fix up everything when you get some money, huh? That's a that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? She probably got mad trainers. She eating good. She going to different places, experiencing different things, like skin flourishing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. It's a different air. Then I will ask you because uh, I was asking you before we came on. I know I'm a fan of her. Yeah. And then you were saying before you going by your name now, you're going by him. So I want you to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, originally um, the idea was obviously inspired by, you know, her. Um, shout out her too, just, you know, as an artist, super, oh, yeah. super talented, super fire. Um, you know, so it was obviously inspired by what she had done, you know. So uh, it's funny because a while back, you know, I had heard some of the uh, music, but I had no idea that, you know, she was going to be her and, you know, these things were going to fall into play. So when my boy sent me, um, shout out Juice too, no cross, no crown, you already. Um, so when he sent me the, her music, you know, I had known who it was already, but I didn't know that Gabby was going to turn into her, you know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to this music like, oh, shit, this is this is some fire stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, he came up with the idea like, yo, you know, what do you think about doing a male version of that? I was just like, damn, you know, that could be that could be fire. That could be, you know, historic or, you know, they may not fuck with it. But either way, we're going to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like as a creative, you know, it was just something that made sense you know what i'm saying as, as the females listening to their side of the story and, and how they feel and their expression um it was only right for a male to come out and express how he feels from his point of view you know so i just it was just a a play on of creativity and um ideas that we wanted to spark we wanted to spark conversation you know yeah i was i, was, I looked at that joe Bunn clip on your page he said y'all was beefing or no no, nah, it wasn't really it wasn't really no beef. Um, you know, I don't I just don't think they took too kindly to the idea, um, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, her, that's that's their entity. That's their baby. You know what I'm saying? So 
from their perspective, it may look like, you know, we were trying to like infiltrate or trying to like copy or take their idea. When in reality, you know, we wanted to see how we can maybe even collaborate eventually. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I guess that was kind of us looking at it uh, naively, you know, and understanding that this game is like, you know, it's it's clickish. You know what I'm saying? And and that's their baby, and they have a vision for that. And anybody trying to interrupt that is a right. dumb, you know what I'm saying? Which is you know completely understandable. Um, but at the same token, you know, we wanted to strive for something great and something that historically hasn't been done. You know, two artists with the, with similar ideas, but two different perspectives. You know, historically, I think that would have been and still is, you know, an amazing idea. You know what I'm saying? So like you, uh, I saw you still, you're not doing that no more, right? You just went to Galera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, after doing it for uh, two years, you know, I had its like hot streak and, and stuff like that. Um, but I think it was also time to show some growth and you know, show who I am, tell my story, um, my struggles and my challenges. Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't think that's a good thing sometimes because they don't know who you are. So it's kind of like a disconnect a little bit. What you mean? Like how they, the hidden identity thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could work for you. It could work against you. Um, I think, you know, the, the pro about it is the fact that people can listen to the music. They don't have to really know who you are. They just want to listen directly. It's like when uh, The Weeknd came out. You, you couldn't really see his face or when Sia came out, you couldn't, she was never showing her face, you know, but she was everywhere. She was always um, either writing for somebody or she had like a single out that was crazy. And people were like, yo, who is this voice? You know, so that, that draws your attention, that mystique, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't really have anymore due to the, uh, the social media days now, you right. know, it's all about showing your face. So kind of contradicting that, you know, people, want to know because people are naturally nosy and curious anyway so that could work for you but then the other half is like all right well aside from that who is this person you know what i'm saying what do they like what do they like to go what experiences have they had personally how can you relate to that you know so yeah i remember with her i don't know if it was on purpose but she had her whole old youtube up <laughs> so, so it was like what i guess like people found the old youtube and they yeah. saw it but they took it down, but everybody saw it because she had her old YouTube shit up. They found yeah. their old YouTube under Gabby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would I say, mean, how did I would say when you announced it, did you do like a wrestler? How did you announce the like who you was? Did you like you know how the wrestlers do? They take the mask off or something. What did you do? I mean, initially we had like you know uh countdown something. Oh yeah, 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 like a countdown. Well, the thing is on my um on my IG, uh, I had a profile picture and you know how they do like the grid, the Instagrid uh, countdowns. So yeah. for every day, we would just drop, you know, oh. three, yeah, like three pictures of three parts of the whole picture, you know, until people gradually started seeing my face. You know, so that's how we kind of rolled it out. And from there, it's just, you know, it's just go time. So that's why your Instagram, I saw your pictures like that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, per per box. So that's how we kind of just did the uh, did the reveal. Yeah, and I'm gonna say, um, when did the Mad Singer come out? I feel like now they got the Mad. Right, that would have been. It's funny because now that I'm like, ironically, how the world needs mass, and I'm revealing my face. Uh, I know. And before <laughs> then, I have my face covered, 
and everybody ain't have no kind of mask. They wasn't trying to fuck with no mask, none of that shit. So I just think that's ironic. But yeah, um, I've seen the uh, the mask singer. It's actually pretty pretty entertaining. So what do you, what do you love about music? Oh man, um, I mean the way it makes me feel. Um, the way I can make somebody it's 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 almost like having a superpower in essence you know because the fact that you can control someone's uh emotions um you know making them feel uh empathy making them feel sad making them feel happy making them feel desirable um independent raunchy uh you know upset like you can make them feel a myriad of emotions and that's all through your experience and your your attachment to that composition you know and i just think that the greats they have such a uh masterful touch on making you feel a way that's why they're considered the greats Great. you know like uh michael like um luther luther marvin gay aretha like the list goes on and on they just make you feel a way they make you feel nostalgic i was listening to sade the other day i'm like damn this is so amazing because she's like whispering on the tracks but you you just feel away it was like a big thing and i did not think this was a thing people were mad it was like older people but they was mad because people was comparing um sade to janelle oko aiko and I said, shit, that's a good comparison. But it was like, yeah. oh, no, she way better than her. I was like. Who's way better than who? They was trying to say Charday's way better than her. But I was like. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's. I mean. Charday has. The new version. Yeah, Charday has solidified, you know, yeah. who she is. You know what I'm saying? In the musical history. Like, she's embedded that. You know, Janae's still working towards it. I think Janae is on her way to being, you know, in that Sade realm. Um, I think sonically, yeah, they they sound similar because I'm sure Janae drew a, a ton of inspiration from Sade along with plenty of other artists. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think one is necessarily better than the other. I just think it's preference, really. And obviously the inspiration is drawn from a lot of the older um, artists. No, actually, what's the meaning behind your name? Um, my actual name, it means a success and endurance. Oh, that's your real name? Yeah, it's my actual name. Like oh. my father. So I'm you, actually I'm actually a junior. My father is came out with your real name, huh? You went from him and you just dropped your your, your government after that, huh? You said I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> might, might as well. It's it's funny because I was having this conversation with my sister and she just hit me like, yo, it's crazy that your name is Guy Lear because it already has an artistic ring to it you know so it just only made sense to come out with it you know because nobody would ever think to name their son or, or an artist guy Lear. like you've never heard or rarely ever heard a name called guy Lear. so you know what did you say it means again endurance and success yeah it's tight it's tight yeah. now, so what would you say your your story is as an artist oh man um shit just a dude from uh from New York, you know. Um, man, I'm like a. It's like I'm a I'm a romantic just in terms of you know the idea of of love, but at the same time. You know I have a a, a shell, 
you know, because of the experiences that I've had. And um, with those experiences, I've learned, you know, and and there's there's been a, a, a bit of, um, I guess, jadedness to me. And you could hear you could hear the honesty, you know, you can hear the rawness in my music, um, where I am spiritually, mentally, financially, all of these things. You know, I'm just I'm just being honest with with who I am, where I am and where I'm going. You know, I think that's what you can uh, get the most from me, that authenticity. And then what's the uh, where did the jadedness come from? Um man experience seeing certain things you know um uh being around certain things and certain experiences okay, some cut you deep so what cut you deep um you. <laughs> huh? i said some got you deep what what cut you deep though what what got you the most realizing what place you go to when they when i know they make you try to cry when you act in where you go to who hurt you the most when you <laughs> There's there's that space. I know that space. I know that space well. But um no, nah, I just think that you know, being in that space of, you know, being in a relationship, being out of a relationship, fresh out of a relationship and then, you know, going through the motions and then uh seeing other people that's close to you go through certain things, seeing things in your household, you know, just a myriad of things that's just like, mm, I'm cool. You know? How would you describe your sound to people? Um, man, I just authenticity, man. <laughs> like giving that real shit, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a mixture of artists that I'm inspired by, artists that I respect highly and appreciate. You know, um, you know the ushers of the world, um, Marvin Gaye. Um, Beyonce, like it's just like a culmination. Even SZA, you know, I'm super inspired by SZA and her rawness and her talent. You know, she speaks a lot of experience and a lot of real shit that's going on with her. I can always really even uh, Frank Ocean. You know, what I'm saying like those artists. I want to like I want to be remembered as one of those kind of artists. You know, what I'm saying when you listen back to it, it's just like damn, he was really pouring out some real shit on there. You know, because I think that's what people can relate to the most. You know, people can listen and you want to hear all the, the rap shit and how much money you got and how many shorties you smashed and all of this down the third. But it's like not everybody is even capable of attaining those things. But everybody can relate to some form of struggle, some form of heartbreak, some form of happiness, some form of, you know, what I'm saying anything that you go through as a regular person. So um, describe your process when you're creating a song. Oh man, it's it's several different. There's so many different things. Um, I can either be inspired by the track. Um, you know, if it's something that moves me, I could write something really fast. I usually start with a melodic feel. Um, go through the melod the melody until I feel like it's right. Uh, then start putting words to it, or I can have words. And I can put a melody to it, then lay it on the track, or I'll be inspired by something that I read. I was like, yo, this is a fire title. How can I use this title and turn it into a story that's relatable 
to something I've been through and that the world can also feel, you know? So it can be something that I watched on TV. I'm like, damn, that's a dope concept. Let me see if I can flip that and turn that into a story. So there's so many different ways that I can be inspired and then transfer that into the music. But how, like, and then you say songwriter, so how do you write a song? Cause like with me, I actually messed around. I, I wrote two R&B songs, man. I'm R&B po right now. So I got two tracks on, on Spotify, iTunes, you know, all True. the social media platforms. So, but I'm trying to write my next hit, and I'm kind of stuck right now. So, I feel you, know, you. man. <laughs> Shit. Um, how do how do you write? How do you songwrite? The process. Yeah. Um, it depends, man. Like you can approach it metaphorically like depending on what you want to talk about you had to start with what you what you even want to talk about like what do you want the world to know you know and how can you say that in a way that's never been said but everybody's heard this idea before mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's just kind of being creative in um the messaging but still be relatable in how that message comes across. You know what I'm saying? So either you want to talk some real shit, you know, by pouring whatever experience that you have, or you can come from the creative angle and do something that's like, oh, wow, I never thought about it like this before. Yeah, and I'll ask you about your current projects. I know you got, oh, you got, it's dropping pretty soon. You got a video, um, Homebody dropping today. Yes, sir. So just talk about your current projects, man. What you got going on? Well, the single um, is already out. Uh, that was that came out last uh, Friday. Mm -hmm. Homebody um, available on all platforms. So make sure y'all stream that and download that motherfucker. Um, but also the video is coming out tonight, uh, seven p.m. Um, we're actually gonna do a live uh, video premiere on YouTube, but it'll be available on all platforms as well. Um, Vivo. Um, all other platforms. So, yeah, that was actually inspired by quarantine, funny enough. Um, oh, I believe you. <laughs> huh? I said, I believe you. Everybody, yeah. uh, everybody doing everything now. Quarantine made people sit down. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it, it forced you to be a homebody. You know, a lot of women speak about, you know, they love being homebodies, et cetera, et cetera. But now everybody was a homebody, you know, so it's kind of just taking that idea, just making it personable to you. Then what about your, uh, I mean, I see you got a lot of songs on your uh, YouTube page, but what about your uh, past projects? You got any previous projects? With uh, with him? Yeah. Just that you want people to check out or you just pushing the new stuff? Um, I mean, we're more so focused on the, the new stuff. Obviously, you know, when they, uh, they can always go back, you know, listen to the uh, past catalog. But yeah, we're pushing the new, the new material now. Um, I already have a project, you know, lined up but we're just uh pushing singles right now okay and then what's the goals for your career right now oh man just growth man growth you know i don't want to like try to put too much pressure on myself um but i just want to constantly grow you know it's like a uh it's almost like a rebirth right now you know reintroducing myself to the world um letting the world know who i am where i come from what I stand for, um, and just relating that through the music, you know, and, and every year just building and growing.
And what's your interest outside of music? Oh man, um, love playing basketball. You know, I love love playing basketball. Love watching basketball. Uh, I grew up, you know, playing ball, going outside, doing all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a real chill dude. Uh, love to either like go out. I love like real chill atmospheres. You know, I'm a very um, visual person. So anything like artistic or, you know, rooftops, restaurants, stuff like that. That's just really, really my kind of vibe. So you think the Lakers got it? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, the Lakers definitely. Yeah. I think now it's like, man, I think they probably already was going to win. But Smith, they saying for Kobe, it's like a bigger mission. So they yeah, really yeah. Gonna, I think they might sweep them. They might. Sweep they, might. Them. they might. If they don't make the right adjustments. Um, which I think they should. I think Spo is a great coach. Um, you know, if Bam and uh, Drogic don't bounce back, it's definitely a dub. Um, but the way the play, the Lakers are playing right now, it's, it seems like, yeah, they could take that, John, in, in four or five. But the momentum, even from the uh, last the last series, is really what drove Lakers. You know, so they have a yeah, good chance. I mean, Dwight, Dwight Howard still, I mean, I know he ain't the old Dwight Howard, but still, shit, he's still Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight's been a factor, I ain't going to hold you. And it's like, I think they got him better now because now they just telling him to, to rebound and block. That's it. He ain't got to worry about nothing else. So he's Danny, blocked in. Danny Green is not Danny Red no more. I, I was calling him Danny Red for a little bit. Now he's Danny Green again. Huh. Um, KCP is doing his thing. Um yeah, so I mean, if everybody does what they need to do on the Lakers, I mean, it's kind of like it's inevitable. You know, everybody just has to do what they do. Like Le- we know, LeBron and AD gonna do what they do. Like that's inevitable. I'm saying, what do you think about uh, them firing Doc Rivers? Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm not. I can't say that I'm surprised. At the same time, you know, he's been with, he's been with that franchise for a while. You know. But I'm, but my whole thing is okay. Paul George was playing like shit, so he's like shit. He can't make him. What can he do to make Paul George play better? You know what I'm saying? That was on Paul George. <laughs> That's true. I mean, there's a there's a lot of I feel like a lot of components that um take in like those those pieces. They definitely should have been rotated a little more. Like I don't know. I just feel like especially as long as Doc has been there. Um, the culture that they've built, and, and Doc is a great coach. Like, let's not get it twisted, you know. But I feel like, yeah, you've been there for a while, and you know, you still you fell short almost every time. You know what I'm know. saying? So at some point, it it the the culture has to change. I I, I guarantee you, they're not probably gonna say it publicly, but to me, I think they messed up. They should have kept Chris Paul out of everybody. That's the one they should have kept. You know how they tried to kept. So? Yeah, they kept they kept Griffin. Yeah, they should have kept Paul, man. Paul, man, shit. You saw AKC. It was balling out this year. Yeah, I mean, he he did put him on a back, put him on his back. Yeah. He did. Nobody was thinking they was gonna do anything. And yeah. they almost Houston. Man, I wish they'd be Houston so bad. I was wanting them to be Houston. <laughs> yeah, was but bad. they wasn't gonna go anywhere after that, even if they did beat Houston. Yeah. Team is just not deep enough. They're still super young. They're developing. I mean, for Chris Paul to do what he did, 
that much against you know one of the arguably the greatest scores ever in James Harden yeah. is you know a statement within itself. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul is top five all time in in uh, point guards. And then, um, how has COVID affected your life? What's crazy is it hasn't affected me much, honestly. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, by the grace. You know, um, fortunately, um, nobody's super close. I know like friends of friends that have, you know, unfortunately, um, have had family members or, you know, people close to them pass from it. But in, in terms of like a small circle, yeah, nobody has really been affected like that. You know, thank God. And then you watch the debates. Man, you mean that shouting match? <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. That joint was, yeah. It was it was ridiculous, honestly. It was just speaking over the mediator and them not talking about anything political other than their families. It was, it was just weird. Yeah, like, like, we are. I was like, I don't know about this. We doomed. <laughs> yeah. Either way, like, ah, damn. Yeah, I know other countries is looking at us like, what are y'all doing over there? It's literally the Truman Show over there. Uh, then what advice would you give to new artists? Keep grinding, man. Like, whatever, you know, whatever uh, ideas that you have, stick to it, you know, um, until you find a formula that works for you. You know, don't ever let let anybody really tell you that you can't do something like just really focus on that motherfucker and keep going. You know, I feel like that's one of the most consistent messages that I've seen and that I've um, experienced, you know, from the top of the top, the cream of the crop to, you know, artists like myself still still growing and building. It's just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know. If you can create something that has the world looking at you, it's like, okay, this is, I'm on to something, you know, so just, just build on that, whatever it is. Yeah. I was was about to play one of your songs right quick. What's that homebody? I hope you're playing that homebody. I hope that's what you're playing. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to, yeah, we got the video, but I can still play the, Yeah, 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 play that audio, brother. All right. Hold on. Let me uh, hook it up right quick. All right, we're about to go into that. We'll be right back. Yes, Express to my address over so nice. I ain't for the package. So don't come with limited warranty. Cause I'm about to do damage. And I'ma pick you up off my floor. I want you to be my entertainment, babe. Cause we ain't got shit else to do. You know it's a vibe. Might as well go live. I'll be your only fan and subscribe. To you, babe, no, I ain't sleeping on you, no, you know, be your homebody, your body, babe, oh, you like to be a homebody, you ain't gotta be a lonebody, if you're my 
body, can I be your own body? Your body, baby. Wanna be up under your body? Make me wanna leave my body to be with your atlas. I just wanna rock your world and knock you off of your axis. Now I got you calling me, calling me, calling me. Saying, Dear me, no papi, my shady and me. I'm all I need, you know, types of different accents. And when I speak in kind of lingus, that's your favorite body language, cause you know what I'm saying. Can I be your own body, your body. Tell me, tell me, if you wanna get, if you wanna get a little free. Cause I'm a freaking bright, I will Forget our Netflix and chill, we could quarantine for real Connect to your Wi-Fi Can I be your body, your body, baby? Oh, you like to be a homebody, but you ain't gotta be a nobody You my body, can I be your homebody, your body, baby? Wanna be up under your body, make me wanna leave my body to be with you I mean, we talk about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game, but practice. Yeah, shout out to Alan Iverson. <laughs> Facts at the end, right? Yeah, I, I would say uh, what I like about you is you actually can sing, man. It's like a new little wave going on where it's cats out here that's that's doing R&B, but they can't really sing. But my girl's saying she like it because she's saying as long as it's a song, she don't really care how, how to vocally sound. But I'm like, hell no, where you get that from? I'm like, you ain't got to be able to sing too. Fuck what you talking about. That's where I come from. I'm from the old school. Nah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Nah, I appreciate that, man. But yeah, man, I do a little something. You know, I do a little something on the ones and twos every now and then on a Wednesday. Well, I'm saying so. Uh, shit, you got to come on, hurry up and drop some more stuff. So what's up? Yeah, man. We got another record that we're working on. Um, Dropping what, next month? Yeah, that's dropping next month. Uh, Yeah, we're just going to keep dropping records, man. Like, trust me, we got a lot more. A lot more music on the way, a lot more visuals on the way. Like I said, man, it's just, it's just, we just growing, man. One step at a time, one song at a time, man. Yeah, somebody said they liked it. Dope, man. Yeah, they could check that out. Um, I am Guy Lear. Uh, you could go to Guy Lear uh, on Apple Music, Spotify. You know, go get that, go cop that. Man, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? I appreciate them, man. I love them very very much um thank you guys for rocking with me since the beginning you know what i'm saying starting from the hymn shit now transitioning into guy lear uh for those that have stayed with me throughout the journey um that have seen you know my growth um that still rock with me now i appreciate that man more music for y'all i know y'all been waiting for a little while um but yeah we got a lot more in store for sure and then anybody just not hearing about you through this interview, let them know why they should go follow you and check you out. Oh, man, because I'm that nigga. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, but um, I mean, I just give vibes, you know? I give vibes. I give that energy that uh, when you listen to, you feel away. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's through past experiences, whether you're trying to get some buns. Like, I got plenty of those. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, you know, whether you want to listen to vulnerability, you want to listen to honesty, you want to listen to authenticity, like I, we, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Just stay tuned in and I got you. All right. This is the final question. So you're in a you're in a super group. It's three other artists. What artists is it going to be? I'm in a super, super group. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Huh? In the name of the group, too. Shit. No cross, no crown. That's what the fucking name of the group is. That's my that's my label. That's my guys. Uh, the Truth of Juice and Mike Naz. No cross, no crown. The oh. greatest trio ever. You heard? You heard? So that's the super group, too? That's the super group, bro. All right. So when y'all drop it, Shit, we done dropped already. That's the record right there. That my boy uh the truth of juice produced that. I'm obviously singing on that, and Mike Naz mixed it. That's the super group right there. All right, bro. I want to say thanks for coming through politicking with me. Yes, sir. You already appreciate you, man. Yeah, um, you want to hit your social media one more time? Yeah, I am Guy Lear um on all platforms. I am Guy Lear. Any shout outs, any other things? Oh man, shout out to Fly Like Dove for uh, even putting this interview together. Um, shout out to the squad. You already know, no cross, no crown. We in the building. Um, yeah, man, we here. All right, y'all. We out. Make sure you follow the homie. Follow me at Pope Politic and I'll holla. Yes, sir. All right, bro.